We're back with 321. I'm with my guest, Will Washington. Let's get into it and let's go into story number three. This was reported by the New York Daily News. So, uh, Will Washington, have you ever experienced a home invasion or uh, any kind of burglary whatsoever? Like a burglary? No. I mean, I've had my house broken into and robbed, but never like, uh, never active. Okay, so you weren't there when it happened kind of thing. Weren't there when it happened. Okay, so boy, this is going to kind of play in. So there is a 32-year-old man. He was apprehended in Santa Rosa, Florida. They believe that he broke into multiple homes near Pensacola. And police were tipped off. Uh, they set up a perimeter. The guy was spotted jumping over fences and running through yards. A resident fired a shot at him but missed. Police closed in on him, and eventually they got him. So the sheriff of Santa Rosa County, Santa Rosa County, I should say, his name is Bob Johnson. Joel, you got a photo of uh, Sheriff Johnson? There he is right there, Sheriff Johnson. He made the news because he offered advice to homeowners who experienced a break-in like the ones that, uh, that happened there near Pensacola. Any idea what the wonderful advice was that Sheriff Johnson had for people that uh, might experience a break-in? No. <laughs> he said, shoot them. Oh, okay. <laughs> he said, quote, if someone is breaking into your house, you're more than welcome to shoot at them in Santa Rosa County. And then he added, we'd actually prefer that you do. This is what he said. So what are your thoughts, Will, on this lawful advice from uh, Sheriff Johnson? If someone breaks into your house, put a plug in their ass. What are your thoughts on that? Um... That's all fine and good if you've never been on like uh, next door or like have the Ring doorbell app. Um, have you? Uh, do you have either of those? I do. I do. I I've, I actually uh, inside and out. I've got like forty cameras on my property. Right and yeah, same. And so uh, the worst part about those apps to me is when I see the things people share that are just complete nonsense. Right where uh, I had a guy. I, like three days ago, I saw somebody share this video and it was like, look at this person. I think they're trying to break into my house. Can anybody identify this person? And it took 10 comments before somebody was like, well, I noticed his shirt says Comcast. So have you, have you considered that this is just like somebody with Comcast? And they're like, oh, that sounds about right. And so with things like that, the fact that people jump to those worst conclusions when... Uh, somebody is even near their home. And the idea that somebody who's simply possibly just going door to door could end up getting shot. Right. That's where that advice falls apart for me. Right. Because, right. I mean, just the other day I was leaving my house and there was a guy checking the gas meters. Mm -hmm. And and so he walked across my driveway and he had the vest on and he said, hey, just letting you know, I'm just checking the gas meters. And then he went to the one next door. Good thing I wasn't packing heat, Will. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I don't recommend that at all, simply because you don't know. Like, the thing is, obviously, somebody breaking into your home, that's not something you want, and you want to take care of that. But at the same time, it's we hear all the time of people who were simply around the home for whatever reason they needed to be and uh, ended up being accused of doing so. And then, if they're dead, they also can't prove that they weren't there for that reason. So, like, nah. That for me. Fair enough. All right, let's move on to story number two, reported by the smoking gun. Uh, you're going to like this one. So there <laughs> was a, gun. what's that? 
Is it smoking gun? How fitting? Smoking gun. Yeah, yeah. So there's yeah, yeah. Get right. There's a 38 year old woman out of Florida because they're always from Florida. Her name is Amy Ann Harrington. Joe, you got a picture of Amy Ann? There she is, right there. Pretty young girl. She was involved in a crash near her residence, and police suggested that she was drunk. Uh, she smelled of alcohol. She had slurred speech. She was unsteady on her feet. This is all according to the uh, police report. So. They had her undergo a field sobriety test there at the scene. What happened next, Will Washington? She passed. She broke out dance moves across a variety of disciplines, including ballet and Irish folk. Hell yeah. <laughs> if there was ever a, re a way to, to pass, I mean, granted, I would think that that person is on something else at that point. But uh, why not? If you got it show it <laughs> <laughs> why not why not that should have been the cop's response he should have looked at her doing an irish jig and said why not yeah but uh, unfortunately she was arrested on a dui charge she refused to take a breathalyzer she was booked into county jail and she was released on bond if i'm getting too personal will just let me know have you ever been asked in your life or ever have you ever taken a field sobriety test no because i don't drink so therefore oh there uh, you go there you go uh, so uh no, never had to. You are straight edge. I am. And is there a tattoo is, on the back of my neck that most people have never seen in uh, my, my podcasting form, but there is a tattoo on the back of my neck indicating so. Very interesting. And and was there a reason why you chose not to drink? Like, did, did, did something happen in your life or was it just like a personal decision that you made? Like, where did that come from? Um, Yeah, I was like watching relatives kind of fall to it. It was like, okay, let me see what happens if I do the opposite of this and see how things go. And they've gone pretty well. So good for you, man. This, this <laughs> know your news is all about funny, stupid, weird news. It's also therapeutic. It's also it has, it also has lots of positive, you know, light at the end of the tunnel stories. Good for you. Well, let's go to story. Number one. This was uh, reported by the Gulf news. Have you ever been to the middle East or in India? No, I've never left the continental United States. You've never been to Canada? Uh, no, never been to Canada. Come on. So, okay, never left North America because I've been to Mexico. Okay, uh, but okay. Never been overseas. Never been overseas. Okay. Do you like Indian cuisine? Like, uh, what yes. about some uh, samosas? Oh yeah, love Indian cuisine. You love Indian cuisine? Okay, good. Yes. So there's a restaurant in Jeddah, mm -hmm. and they've been around for more than thirty years, and they make samosas, and they're that's what they're known for. One of the things that they're known for. Uh, you know, they prepare the meat and chicken and cheese and all kinds of good stuff. Unfortunately, after over 30 years, this restaurant was forced to close. Uh, will any idea why the restaurant after over 30 years was forced to close? Has to be some kind of outbreak. They were preparing the food in the bathroom. For over 30 years, they were preparing the food in the bathroom it in was the same bathroom they use or was it just like a repurposed bathroom oh no no it wasn't repurposed so there was this was in a residential building all of the workers had no health cards and violated residency laws they prepared meals and snacks in the washroom some of the food that they confiscated had expired two years prior there were insects and rodents spotted on site as well and this place existed and people were eating the samosas for 30 years. And so that leads me to my next question. Do you have any stories about bad restaurant experiences aside from, uh, oh no, you, you watered down your cereal at home. So do you have any experiences, <laughs> bad restaurant experiences that you want to talk about? 
Oh man. Well, first off, I bet in spite of all of that, the samosas were still bomb. Uh, but the uh, bad restaurant experiences. Um, I mean, I guess like a year ago, uh, we were doing this. Um, have you ever done like a dining in the dark kind of thing? I've heard of it. I haven't done it yet, but I've heard of it. Yeah. So I did one about a year ago. Uh, and for those who have never done those, basically you're blindfolded and the lights are out and they bring you, um, meals and, uh, pretty much you get, it's a three course meal and they bring you your food all throughout, but you can't see what you're eating. You basically just give your dietary restrictions, uh, before you come in and then that's it. And the kind of stuff is fun. But unfortunately, uh, last year. In the process of all of this, the uh, fire had started in the kitchen. And mind you, they were all blindfolded people. And so fire had started in the kitchen. And so the, the fire alarm starts going off and like everybody's scrambling to like turn the lights back on in the place and like get everybody out. Uh, so that went from a fun dining in the dark experience to a potential disaster. And so here in toronto they have one of those restaurants and from what i understand the staff are blind like the waiters are blind uh because it heightens their other senses and mm -hmm. and so they're they're perfect in that environment i could see that not going well will yeah that very much and like i said this there was a fire like this very much could have gone very badly um and luckily they got everybody out and we got um did we get refunds i don't remember <laughs> but <laughs> That's one of those things I didn't even check for, actually, now that I think about it in hindsight. Cause I but you're going to check when you get off this this <laughs> podcast, though, aren't you? I'll probably check. Nah, <laughs> I, I, I had some bacon-wrapped scallops that were, like, phenomenal. So, um, or at least I think that's what they were. Because uh, I was blindfolded. But either way, good time. I had I went to this place called Fire and Ice. Mm -hmm. And it was a place where you picked all the food raw, and then they cooked it for you. And so they, okay. so they had everything, they had a whole spread of everything. And I went there and I thought, this place is awesome. This is going to be a regular place on my, uh, you know, my, my regular routine, whatever this place is awesome. Like a week or two later, I ran into somebody who had been at that restaurant. They told me that they, they picked out their food, they cooked it up, they get it to their table, they sit down, they happen to glance away from their plate for a minute. And when they glance away, they hear a sound like something dropped, you know, like on the table, like a, like a thump, like a little thump. And they look back and uh, there was a cockroach that apparently had somehow made it from the ceiling, dropped into the middle of their plate. That restaurant was done within a few months. Oh, yeah. Easy. Unfortunate. Unfortunate. Well, that's it for 321. Once again, I want to thank Will Washington for being here with us. Very informative show, Will Washington. Thanks very much for your time, my friend. Thank you for having me. Gene.